Hey, it's Aldwin. And I'm Jason. This is the Ready Play Tennis Podcast. New balls, please. We put our shit together so that we can entertain you. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Come back to life, Dick Edward. <laughs> you know where I'm going with this, right? I think I feel like it's another ass comment, but Jason Jason just called you on your bluff and you, you came back and you called us an albatross? I don't know what that is. Do you know what this is? It's called entertainment in all caps. Time. Ready? Play. Hey guys, welcome to another edition of the Ready Play Tennis Podcast. Jason here again. Very sad to be recording this particular episode solo, but wanted to give you back-to-back episodes this week. Uh, actually, three in the last four days. Uh, there's been a lot going on with the whole Djokovic situation. Wanted to make sure I recapped all of the actual tennis that was going on, and now we have to preview the draw for the Australian Open. So wanted to make sure we did that for you. Always sad to be... Um, doing this solo, particularly this episode, because Aldwin and I always have fun doing the draw, but it's important that we give you a bit of our take, i.e. just mine this week, and this Australian Open, of what's uh, shaken down. And um, it'll be interesting, obviously, with the men's draw now that Djokovic is out, but we've given that story enough oxygen, so I wanted to start first with the ladies draw. So we also obviously have um, Ash Barty, world number one, coming off her victory in the uh, opening event there in Adelaide. Potential juicy fourth round match with Naomi Osaka, so would really look forward to that. In this particular section, we also have Camila Giorgi. Sometimes I wonder if she's more focused on tennis or her Instagram, but always an interesting player, one in Toronto, or sorry, in Montreal this past year. So she's a potential third round opponent. In this section, we also have Belinda Benchitz, the number 22 seed and Olympic gold medalist from 2021. Any Samova, who won her second title in Melbourne last week. It's tough to pick sort of who will go through, I think, in this particular section with Naomi and Barty. That's my fourth round encounter for sure. In the lower part of this section, we have Anjabur, who's the number uh, nine seed. That's her highest seed at a slam. Uh, hopefully she's fully recovered after having withdrawn from the warm-up event. You also have Pagula, the number 21 seed, Kurtamatova and Samsonova who uh, both made finals in, in recent weeks, uh, alongside Maria Sacri, who's the number five seed. So she's always a tough customer to uh, deal with. Would love to see uh, Jabor and Pugula in round three. Um, but for my fourth round picks, I picked Barty to go against Osaka, and I'm going to pick Pagula to take on Sacri. Uh, I think uh, Anjabur might struggle from uh, having withdrawn, so I'm going to pick Pagula uh, to go up against Sacri there. The second quarter um, in that particular section, uh, let me just pull up my sections here. Uh, we have Krajikova, who's the number four seed, and Paula Badosa, the number eighth seed. Uh, they were finalists in Sydney this past weekend, uh, Badosa taking that title in three sets. She'll have a tough first round against Tomjanovic, who's a former quarterfinalist at Wimbledon last year. In this particular section, we also have Ostapenko, uh, Victoria Azarenka, two, two-time champ in Australia and recent Indian Wells finalist. We have Svitolina, who's uh, a little bit lower in the seeding, number 15. 
one of the hot first round matches I think in this section will be Kennen versus Keys. You know, Kennen's trying to regain her form that brought her to the AO title in 2020, and Keys uh, just came off a title uh, this past weekend as well. Lest we forget that Coco Goff is in this uh, section. She's come off a couple of uh, good tournaments and tough losses to eventual champions in Keys and Barty. So tough, tough section to call, I would say. But I would uh, pick to make the fourth round Ostapenko and Azarenka. And I think that'll be a nice rematch of their semifinal in Indian Wells. And then I'm going to pick Coco to make it to the fourth round against Paula Badosa. Switching to the bottom half, we have Aldwin's favorite player from the last half of 2021, the player that shall not be named. Having her highest ranking at number six, she'll have a tough first round against Sinyakova. In this section of the draw, we also have Danielle Collins, number 27 seed, Mertens, who's number 19, Rabakano, who's played really well, uh, number 12, coming off a final in Adelaide where she lost to Barty um, and completely blitzed U.S. Open finalist Raducanu Love and One. So that's an interesting uh, matchup here. So she's in this section as the number 17 seed and perhaps the juiciest first round match that all of us saw when we looked at the draw is against Sloan Stevens, another former U.S. Open champion herself. This is going to be a tough match for Emma to get through, but if she can and she can build some confidence, that will certainly help her as she continues through the draw. But I uh, actually see Sloan taking that one. Uh, the top seed in the second section is uh, Muguruza, who's coming off her win at the WTA Finals in Guadalajara. And lest we forget, we have Simona Halep in this section, and she won the warm-up tournament in Melbourne. So this is an interesting section. Uh, I'm going to pick Kontavit versus Rabakana in round four and Halep versus Muguruza in the bottom section for round four. The bottom final quarter in this ladies draw, we have second seed Sabalenka. Now, uh, she's a player I didn't talk about in the last episode. She lost in the second round in Adelaide. I saw some video of her serving in that match, a bit cringeworthy to say the least. I think she threw up 18 double faults or something like that. If Aldwin is here, I think he'd say, ew. I think, um, you know, we all, we've all had a lot of expectations about what Savalenka can do on the court. She is a very strong player, but um, seems to struggle in the big moments. Uh, I think that um, it looks like that will continue, unfortunately, here at the Australian Open. Also in this section, we have Iga Sviantek, um, Von Drusova, Pavlyuchenkova is the number 10 seed. We have Angie Kerber, who's the number 16 seed. Um, we all love a Kanepi moment, so she has her in the first round. That could be a tough matchup for her. Kvitova, whose ranking has fallen to number 20. Kazakina, you know, one of the um, sentimental stories, I think, of this Australian Open will be the final singles tournament for Sam Stozer, who's got a wild card. But all of us Canadians, I think, will be watching Leila Fernandez, the number 23 seed, as she, as we check out to see how she does post-US Open final. Uh, and Becca Marino, who qualified for her second AO in a row, having to win three matches to do so. I think if we fans of Canadian tennis are looking at that draw. We want Rebecca and Fernandez in the third round, but we'll also settle for a Kerber and Fernandez rematch in the third round, which would be a rematch of their fourth round encounter at the U.S. Open. So 
for me, in this particular section, I'm going to take Siontek and Pav into the fourth round. And I'm actually going to pick Kerber. I know I should be picking Fernandez or Marino, but I'm going to pick Kerber and Von Drusova. I really don't see uh, any chance of Sabalenka making it through to the fourth round. So continuing with the draw in the round of 16, Barty versus Osaka. I know that's juicy, and if Osaka makes it to the quarterfinals, she's unbeatable uh, from that stage onward, but I'm going to go with Barty uh, to take out Osaka in that fourth round match. For Pagula, Sakari, I'm going to pick Sakari. Ostapenko versus Azarenka, picking Azarenka. Goff versus Bedosa, I think this is where Goff is going to have her breakthrough and make it to the quarterfinals there. Rabakina, I'm going to take over the player that shall not be named. And Halep versus Mugu, I'm going to pick uh, Halep. Sviantek, I'm going to pick over Pav. And I'm going to pick Kerber over Von Drusova. So that's my quarterfinal matchups. Who's going to win the quarterfinals? I'm going to pick Barty over Sakari. I'm going to pick Goff over Azarenka, making her first slam semi. And I'm going to pick Rabakina over Halep to make her first slam semi, and Kerber over Sviantek. And uh, final, I have Barty beating Goff and Kerber beating Rabakina. So we're going to get a Barty-Kerber final. That is my pick. <laughs> Hopefully none of you are laughing. And I'm going to pick Barty to win her first Australian Open title and her home slam. Moving over to the men's side, we have at the top of the draw, number one seed, Salvatore Caruso. I'm kidding, of course. Uh, he is the lucky loser taking over for the player who was deported and shall not be named. So what an opportunity, I think, has now opened up for a lot of the players in this half of the draw, or in this section of the draw anyway. So he's replacing the player that shall not be named. The other players to watch really in this quarter are Cam Norrie. He'll have a tough first round against Seb Corda, so upset alert there. In the bottom of this section, we've got Matteo Berrettini, who's returning after pulling out uh, the World Tour Finals uh, with an abdominal injury. Another player in this section is Carlos Alcarez. So first time he's seated at a slam at number 31. Some of the other folks in this section, Kristen Guerin, he's had trouble uh, getting through the player that was deported in previous slams last year. So it'll be interesting to see if he's able to make some moves in this section. You've got Monfils coming off a title. Fonini, who's always interesting to watch. So overall, this is really an interesting section of the draw. I think for... Um, for those of you who have been watching tennis the last little bit, you know that Tommy Paul really is a player to watch. And uh, he is someone who will uniquely benefit from the departure of the player that was deported. He would have taken him on in the second round. So I really see Tommy Paul making it to the fourth round and competing uh, potentially against Gail Monfils. And then in this section, I kind of think Cam Norrie will make a run to the fourth round and we'll see Carlos Alcaraz, I think, join him. So those are the matchups that I have in the fourth round for that 
particular section which was as we know opened up as a result of the player that was deported the other quarter that's in that half of the draw we have the tops uh, the top seed there is uh, alex alexander zverev so he should easily in my opinion slide into the fourth round lower down in that section i think the um, tough choice will be whether it'll be Riley Opelka or Chapo who make it into the fourth round. Chapo's playing really solid after his uh, efforts at the ATP Cup post-COVID. The hot first round match, I think, in this section is Opelka versus Kevin Anderson. Kevin coming off of um, injury and starting to regain his form. Former Wimbledon finalist and U.S. Open finalist. I know Perhaps not not the favorite player of some of our listeners, but as you've heard, if you've listened to the show, someone I enjoy watching. So that is an interesting first round matchup for sure. Would look forward to the Opelka Chapo third round encounter. Also in this section is Hubi Hercatch and Karatskavs coming off his title in Sydney. Obviously, AO semifinalist from last year. Clearly loves these conditions, loves the court. Another juicy third-round encounter potentially between Hubi and Karatsev. Kokonakis is in this section coming off his title in Adelaide. But he'll have a tough uh, second-round match with the 20-time slam champ Rafa Nadal, who comes in at number six in this particular section. Most notably, the only... 20 20 time slam champ uh in the draw so uh another interesting section i will pick zverev and chapo to face off in the quarterfinals that'll be an interesting encounter for sure and kratsev's just playing really well and uh i think he'll be tough to beat heading into the fourth round so i'm gonna pick him over hubi heading into a fourth round matchup against Rafa. That will be definitely an encounter I will be tuning into. In the bottom half, we have the number eight seed, Kasper Ruud, who's obviously coming off an incredible year, having won five titles, five 250 titles. Um, we have the feisty Alex Dimanuar. The hot first round pick for me is Basilashvili versus Mr. Wildcard himself, Andy Murray, coming off his final run in Sydney, having lose, lost to Karatsev. Uh, if Andy makes the third round, he'll have a potential encounter with number 11 seed, Yannick Sinner. We've got RBA, who's obviously very solid, the number 15 seed. Francis Tiafo is in this section, along with another American, Taylor Fritz. We have Dimitrov, the 26th seed, and at the bottom of this section, uh, this quarter, is Stefano Tsitsipas. He continues to be a question mark, in my opinion, as he's struggled really since his uh, French Open final appearance and some of the incidences in the summer, which led to the new bathroom break rule. This really is a stacked section of the draw, uh, if I'm being honest. Um, for me, I would say... I'm going to give the edge to Alex Dimanur over Casper Ruud. So I have him in the fourth round against Sinner. I love, I would love to pick Andy Murray, but my gut says Sinner will break through. Uh, Fritz, I'm going to pick him, the 20 seed, uh, to uh, also go into the fourth round. And I'm going to pick Dimitrov in that. Uh, section of the draw to also head into the fourth round it was tough uh, Francis you got RBA you got Basileshvili uh, but those are my round four picks uh, 
The final quarter obviously is led by the true number one seed who just happens to be number two in the bottom half, Daniil Medvedev. He's fortunate with the withdrawal uh, that he they didn't have a different um, seeding since the player who was deported was removed. So Nadal and Zverev are both in the top half of the draw, so he benefited from that sort of late removal of the player that was deported. Looks like he'll have an easy path, I think, to the fourth round, potentially taking on the likes of Isner, the number 22 seed, or Schwartzman, the number 13 seed. I think Daniil is set up for a couple juicy early round encounters. The one that I think most of us will be looking forward to will happen in round two uh, against the guy who did call us Albatross. That's us on the show. The one and only Nick Curios will definitely be tuning into that. Would love to see a round three encounter with Ugo Umber. He's somebody that Aldwin and I got to see uh, here in Toronto at the National Bank Open. Love watching him. Really enjoy seeing him play. Another potential rematch could happen for Daniil in the fourth round against Hugo Gaston. Another player I love watching. You have also in this section of the draw, Dan Evans, Marin Cilic, both who played well uh, last week. Davidovich Fokina's here, always a tricky player. Uh, Alex, uh, sorry, Andre Rublev, the number five seed is in this section. But let's not forget FAA, who's coming off his ATP Cup, having wins over Zverev and RBA to eventually clinch the trophy. Again, another interesting section, I think, all of us should not be worried about how this men's draw is going to shape up. Going to be an awesome tournament for sure. So those uh, players that I would pick, I pick Rublev to go through to the fourth round against FAA. And uh, my wild card here is Hugo Gaston and not not a wild card, Daniil Medvedev. So I picked them in the fourth round. Now that I have my bracket set, my quarterfinal picks, I would Pick Tommy Paul to have a, an upset over Gael Monfils. I think he'll run out of gas. If you listen to the third episode, you'll hear sort of my take on that. Uh, Cam Norrie against Carlos Alcaraz. I'm going to take Alcaraz in that one. Zverev versus Chapo. I'm going to pick Zverev. And uh, I'm actually going to pick Karetsev to upset Nadal in the fourth round. I think uh, Karetsev has the shot making um the power and taking the ball early enough to cause some problems for Nadal so I'm going to pick Karatsev there I'm going to pick Sinner over Dima Neuer and I'm going to pick Fritz over Dimitrov to make the quarterfinals I'm actually going to take FAA over Rublev uh, so I'm going to see FAA into the quarterfinals and I'm going to take a repeat of the victory of Medvedev over Gaston. So that would be my quarterfinals there. Back in the top half over to the semifinals. I'm going to pick Alcaraz over Tommy Paul. I'm going to pick Zverev to take out Karetsev to head into another semifinal. I'm going to pick Sinner to take, over, uh, take out Fritz. And uh, I'm going to have FAA continue to have challenges with Medvedev. Uh, Medvedev will take him out in the quarterfinals. So the semifinals will have Alcaraz in his first semi as well as Sinner, uh, but the uh, form will be the form of the um, Paris Masters final, which was uh, Zverev. Oh, no, that wasn't the Paris Masters final. That was the ATP World Tour final, which had Zverev versus Medvedev. 
So I'm going to have Zverev take out Alcaraz and Medvedev take out Sinner. But kudos to them for making their first semifinals, if any of this rings true. Um, but I am going to pick Zverev and Medvedev in the final. While it will be a tight match and they've had some back and forths, I think Medvedev's results in slams will supersede that of Zverev. And I think he'll keep him out of winning his first slam again. And Medvedev will become a two-time slam uh, winner and a two-time, two, two consecutive uh, slam uh, wins. So those are my picks. What do you think? Let us know on the Instagram if they jive with yours. And finally, it's just nice to get back to some tennis action to talk about the players who are in the tournament. So hope you enjoy. We're here for your tennis-tainment or your tentertainment or whatever it is. But if you like what we're serving up, please give us a five-star review and like, share, and subscribe and like such as. Wait, one more thing. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Ready Play Tennis Podcast.